everybody, this is Derek Bully, and we're here with Tuesdays with Tom, which is a new podcast that we're getting started with the uh, Tom DeVere campaign here. I'm behind the mic today, but normally uh, this is where you'll be hearing uh, Tom Didier doing a little intro of the show. But today, for our first episode, Tom's going to be the guest. So, Tom, why don't you introduce yourself for us? Alrighty, my name's Tom Didier, and I'm very excited to be on the show, Derek. Tell us a little about yourself, Tom. Alrighty, I'm 61 years old. I am married to my wife, Mary, uh, for, well, 32 years now, almost, in one more week. And then I have three children, Paul, Paige, and Lauren, and I have a grandson, Colton. Great. So you've been on city council for how long now? I'm in my 20th year. Representing the 3rd District, which is which part of Fort Wayne? This is basically the northwest area. Okay. It's changed a little bit. Some of the southern portions used to be all the way down to the river, but I don't really have much of the river anymore. So now you're, after you've been on council for a while, now you're running for mayor of Fort Wayne. I am, and... Very excited about it, you know. What is it that got you interested in the idea of running for mayor in the first place? You know, it kind of started about 12 years ago. You know, uh, I got asked uh, to run from some people, and it was a little busy with the amount of people that were, you know, running. I was just, you know, in my second term, and I was just getting my feet wet, trying to understand government, and the, just didn't feel right myself and I had a really good job and I was raising children and it was you know it was just it was it was probably too difficult to start doing it then but as each year progressed you know different candidates came up you know like uh, the next time it was Mitch Harper and Mitch was you know representative on at the house back in the late 70s and early 80s and you know I he'd been he was the president of city council also as like I had been in the past but, you know, he just, I, I felt he had the seniority. I was trying to keep the aisle clear so that he, he would have a, a better chance. We, we always seem to shoot ourselves in the foot. And then, you know, um, the next time came around was John Crawford wanted to run. And, you know, John and I, we worked well together. And over the years on council, he'd helped me a lot in a lot of different things. I've learned a lot from him. So I, and again, he had seniority, I felt. And I still was at that stage that my children were just finishing college and I wanted to make sure that all the bills were paid, you know, and things like that. So it, I try to look at it from that perspective and, you know, a lot of time of it, it's, it's God's timing. I learned a lot over these last 19 years on council and I'll learn a lot this next year being on council and running for mayor at the same time. What are the things that motivate you, though, when you made this? Because it's a big deal to run for mayor, and you've been doing it now for two One, years now. Over two, yeah, almost two years. I knew that I wanted to, not that I didn't love council, but I thought I felt that five terms was long enough that I needed to expand my wings and move myself forward into a different direction. So that's that's probably the other thing that motivated me and as I knew I wasn't getting any younger so I mean I'm 62 this June and I do feel like I'm 40 at times but there's days when I feel like I'm 60 but I knew that you know the time was it was of an essence and it just felt right and I did a lot of praying and discerning on it and I don't just do things willy-nilly I mean I, I want there's some practicality that that does come with this impulsive person that sometimes people feel that I am um, but I I really try to 
ponder and uh, take the initiative because I, I really want everybody to, you know, get the feeling that I, I want to put Fort Wayne first, like I've done over the course of my 20 years on city council. And um, I, I think that I can be a motivational type person that can, you know, create a different kind of energy. The last two or three years, uh, because of the pandemic, uh, I feel that people in general just, they're, they're just feeling a little bit lost and negative. And, and I always try to look at the glass half full. I take that mentality because you can't sell negative. I did sales for a large company for 35 years and I never put all my eggs in one basket with any one customer. I always treated everybody the same with the same dignity and the same respect, whether they were buying, you know, 500 to $700 a week for me, or if they were buying $10,000 a week for me. Um, and I, I just always felt that that's, if you treat them all good, then they're all going to just going to continue to keep expanding and want to keep buying from you. And that's really what happened. I mean, my success. Uh, over the course of my my lifetime and running for mayor is the next portion of it and I I feel confident that I have the abilities and I have the energy and the knowledge and basically the wisdom to to understand the ins and outs of government and it's really not about government it's really about people and understanding people and not you know, I, I I really I always try to take the high road with everything. Don't judge people. And, you know, they have their opinions. And, yeah, I don't always agree with their opinions, but it doesn't mean I don't like them. And not that I can't move forward because I, I want to find the best, you know, that Marine thing, you know, that I, want to get, I want to pull the best out of you. And uh, uh, who? Yeah, there's always, anybody can find a negative about somebody. I mean, I got negatives out, you know, galore that I could, could, can condemn myself on but I really want to pull the positives out of each person because if you focus on the positives then you can move forward if you're focusing on the negatives then you're just moving yourself backwards and it's like I don't really want to go backwards I want to constantly just find and renew every single day when I wake up I got a new challenge I'm gonna have a different day God's gonna put somebody in front of me and I'm going to have the opportunity to either do something good w with that person or shrug it off and don't do anything, which is right. not what I'm built for. I don't think I'm built that way. So it's a long answer to a question, but, <laughs> but I, I, I just, uh, I just love, I love people. If you don't love people, then don't be in politics because you're going to have to deal with them. Well, speaking of that and in politics and dealing with people, you a lot of times on the trail you run into some interesting situations. Do you have any funny stories from the campaign so far that stick out in your mind that you might be able to share? Myself personally, I think it's just the uniqueness of every single day. You just like you kind of like I'll go into a restaurant or I'll go into a store or I'll go into a gas station and somebody will just come up to me and to say, you're Tom Didier. And I go, yeah, I am. And I said, I heard you're running for mayor. And and I go, I am. She goes, well, I, you know, I love that. I think it's great that you're going to do that. And I, I just, um, 
I'm so excited for you, and I just I can't wait to vote for you. And I said, well, I can't wait for you to vote me for me either. And I guess it's just uh, I guess the funny things are just the how excited some people are. I mean, I know I'm excited about running, and there's nerves too in regards to it. But there's just it's just the you could see the excitement in people. You know, it's like um, it, it's like that newness of uh say that first time you see a show on tv or something like that that you, right. you know you think I, seinfeld's one of mine i love seinfeld's <laughs> and, and uh so I, I i i remember watching that back in the 90s and you know you just you couldn't wait until the darn show was on tv and it, it's kind of like that with people some people are like that and some people you know they give you some negative energy but it's like i never ever take the negative energy i just i just work with it one of the things that it seems like having a podcast now, it's just the, everybody seems to have a podcast. So what, why is it important to you? What, why did you decide to, to launch this thing? Well, I want people to get to know me. You know, I mean, it's like, I think that I'm not going to be a mayor that stays behind a desk. So I'm not afraid of somebody coming up to me and being upset about something. My goal is to, create an atmosphere where people can feel comfortable walking up to me and I can talk to them and we can have a normal conversation about something that they're having an issue with and that we just correct it because I did it all day long when I was in sales. Customers would call me, the chef would call me and they would be upset and they'd be screaming at me and I was talking exactly like I'm talking right now to them. Hey, chef, don't worry about it. We're going to take care of it. We're going to get it fixed for you. We're going to get it corrected. And 95 times out of 100, you usually corrected the issue. But I think people just want to be communicated with. And they want you to listen to them. And it doesn't always have to be an answer. And it might not even be the answer they want. And I think that's the difference that I've been as a council person. You know, I've had constituents call me and they want something done. And I'll tell them. I'll shrug my shoulders after listening to their 15-minute conversation and say, I will make the phone call to the person that I feel needs to hear what you're trying to get across and trying to correct in your neighborhood. But I can tell you that from what I know financially, we just can't do it right now, what you're wanting. But I'm, I'm going to make the phone call, but you're not always going to get the answer you want. You know, it's all it's not all like, happy and rosy um, you got to give people the honest truth and i think that that's really what people are looking for they just don't want they don't want you to tell them a story and then not come through with it they'd rather you just told them hey not at this time i mean it took eight years for me to get up one project done that was state boulevard that's a perfect example you know i had it was an escalation at the beginning of it and then you know slowly as you talk to the constituents and said this is what needs to be done i mean today state boulevard is beautiful it's updated and it's meant for the cars of the 21st century here so it worked and it, but it took time and and that's really what you have to do and I think in government, I think everybody realizes you have to have patience because costs are escalating. Everything is, you know, going up as everybody is noticing at the grocery store and whatever else. So that means that supplies are more expensive. So you just have to work through all those problems. And, and we're all in this together. 
I call Fort Wayne our big neighborhood. So it's, I guess the, what I want to say is we're just like one big happy family in, in Fort Wayne. You know, we're one neighborhood. You know, everybody always tries to disconnect themselves. I, I always like to think of it as, okay, just because you live in the 07 doesn't mean that you're not, that the 05 is not important or the 15 or the 25. I'm talking zip codes here. So they're all important. They all have strategic importance in what makes Fort Wayne great. And we're an eclectic type community that has different vibes in different, different areas of the city. You can go to one part of the city and it's one way and the houses are one way. And then you can go to another part of the city and the houses are like this. And it's, it's, it's a great community to raise a family. It's a great community to bring great neighborhood, you know, restaurants and bars and, and things like that. It's just, uh, you know, it's family oriented and, and that's good. But we were also making it more vibrant downtown, which is what uh, my predecessor, Dr. Crawford, you know, in the essence of his death, he just died this past year, and I, I looked up to him. He had, a, he had a really good vision of what Fort Wayne was, was needing and what we needed to do, and I listened to him a lot. He was a smart man, and I think that, you know, the best thing you can do in a community is listen to people. You're not, I'm, I'm, just one, I'm just one person. So... What I want to do is I'm not going to be sitting on at a desk in a fourth floor office all day long. I'm going to be out with the people and I'm going to be going to community events and I'm going to be talking to people and asking them what they want and what do they feel is going to make city a better place for them to live in. So, and I think that if you get input from other people, then put it to work and utilize it because they know what they like and they know what they want. And if they like it and they want it, They'll go shop at it and buy products at it and do things at it, whatever it might be, like we've done with Columbia Street and the landing. And so we've resurrected it again. I remember they did something in the 80s with it, you know, and, uh, but this time it looks like it's, it's really sticking this time. It's going down Pearl Street. And there's people that love downtown. There's some people that have, still have this second thought about downtown. All right, so to that end, you talked about the importance of listening. As I mentioned at the top of the podcast, I'm not normally going to be on here. Tom's going to be interviewing lots of different people from Fort Wayne that he's had the opportunity to meet that are doing amazing things or want to bring amazing things to our city, listening to what they have to say and sharing with you what they have to say. And mm-hmm. should be a great opportunity to highlight some really amazing things about Fort Wayne and talk about the issues that are important in the mayoral campaign going forward. Yeah, I'm I'm just excited about putting Fort Wayne first. I just really am. I've done it my whole life. I just want to be a true servant leader, you know, for the people. And by being a servant leader, there's a sacrifice that goes involved in that. You put you put the others first before you put yourself. And and I think that that's what people are looking for in a leader. They they want that person to you know, stick their neck out for them. We just need to continue this the strength of a a strong community not point fingers i just not a, i'm not a finger pointer and i just if i'm pointing at anybody i'm pointing at myself what i can do to make myself better looking at ourselves in the mirror and saying okay what can i do to make it better and that's that's really what it's all about that's a great i think that's a great note to end things on for this episode this introductory episode of tuesdays with tom so if you're not already please be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get the latest updates. Be sure to follow Tom Didier. He's on social media. You can catch him on 
Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and um, obviously uh, as we update these podcasts, you can find all this at TomDiddyOrFortWayne.com, his website. And uh, now we appreciate your support. All right. Have a great evening. Thanks, Tom. See you.